Hi, I'm Judson Dunaway Barlow, and today I'm going to speak to y'all about metapolitical reform. I couldn't really think of a good creative title, so y'all can think of one and pretend it's right up there. Okay, first I'd like to have y'all watch this video, and please think about what, what it means and listen carefully to what people are saying. Oh, wait, hang on. I gotta do some special scrolly thing. Okay, so first of all, let me say that was th thank you to Milsey three three one one whoever that is. Um, this was actually filmed at the Democratic National Convention in two thousand five by a youth camera crew called Get Heard TV. So it is Youth Day, so you know, go kids. But I, I hope you heard the, the no hugging and uh, you know their encouragements to keep fighting. People are spectating; they're just watching the elephant and the donkey representing obviously the you know Republicans and the Democrats fighting. They're just watching. And this will become more important later. Okay, this is the first part of our government. It, when people say, what is our government, you probably think of things like the legislative branch, judicial branch, executive branch, checks and balances, something like that. But this is, we have a specific definition of our government, and this is the first part. We are a democracy, which means that the people are the most important part of the society, so that the people are the ones who make the ultimate, are the ultimate decision makers, and they're the ones who the benefit of bills and laws is, you know, the bills and laws are for. But also, we are a republic, which means that we vote for pe uh, people to represent us in Congress or in a legislative body, instead of us being the actual like lawmakers and doing the physical writing of the law of the bills. We actually we elect people based on their views. That we try to get somebody whose views match ours as closely as possible so that they can represent us well. And this will pose a problem, as I'll explain later. Also, we have a party system. Basically, we have Republicans and Democrats and Independents, which all share have, or have common views that you know, are usually in the same like, general area, like there's conservatives and liberals. And you can belong to either of these parties. And if you belong to, let's just go with, say, the Republicans, you vote in primaries for who, do you, who you think should be the Republican candidate on the ballot for an election. And you usually, yeah. Okay, but this is what I think is going to happen to democracy because of what our government is. Um, okay, let's go back through these. Democracy. This is what I'm saying is a good thing, but I believe that it's, you know, it's a good thing, so... So, that's a good thing, but it's actually not working out because of the other things that followed it. The first thing was Republic. And that's <laughs> not a good thing, in my opinion. Because what that does is it when, when you have a republic, you're, not, you're voting on people based on their views. You're not voting on somebody who has good politicking skills that could represent the people's views well. You don't get people who are going to po poll the people or know what the people want 
and so they can represent that. What they try to do is represent their views and speak for, towards their views, which may not match yours that well. And that, ex, you know, that decreases the, the participation in democracy because the, not everybody's views are represented. But also, the party system is one of the other big problems. <laughs> the biggest problem with this is that it creates automatic opposition, which means that if someone's one, of one party and they see somebody of the, others, of the other party, they're not going to work with them. They try to oppose the other party and stop anything they're trying to do because they, they say that, I believe that everything you say is wrong, which is not a very good thing. I remember when I first started doing debate in my school, I thought, what if there's an you know, a resolution or a topic that I don't, that I feel strongly about on one side, what am I going to do about the other side? I, as I started debate, I realized that, well, I may have a strong belief about one side, but look at the other side. There are so many ways in which I am wrong or which my, the benefits of, or what I think are the benefits of my side are actually outweighed or not, not as uh, great as compared to what are the benefits of the other side. And it's really important to look to the side so you can see you know, what are the problems with what you believe in and you can make better decisions. But also what this does is it excludes the independents. If you look at the national debate, presidential debates, you see two people, the Democratic candidate and the Republican candidate. You don't see anybody in the middle. Those people in the middle, you see them on the ballot and you kind of laugh because it's like, you know, who's that? But they, what if they have the same views as you, you know, the exact same views as you, what are you going to do? Because you only have the two main candidates that you know about. You're not really informed about these people. And so these, you aren't, when voters are ill-informed, they don't know, they're not voting for the right person. And so our government is crippled as a result. But in case you've been sleeping, here's kind of a diagram of the whole problem. Let's start up here with opposition. Uh, starting with the party system, when, again, when we create opposition, we create opposition by having people automatically oppose the other party and not try to work with them or look at the other side, which, as I, as I said earlier, is a bad thing because there, there is always another side to an argument. No matter what you think, you may think, you know, say, killing is wrong. You know, you got to look at the other side. I, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but for every, you know, for that argument, there's always a justification in some sort of situation where it could be, the, you know, a good thing. For example, people, some states believe in capital punishment. You, there's another side to that. But then, then what this also does is it creates a fight because, like you saw in the video, people are, spectator, people are spectators. They're watching people fight. They're not trying to do anything about the fight that opposition has created. Um, you know, you heard the people, no hugging, no hugging, because they, they want to see the fight. But then what the, happens is the new media jumps in, and there's a lot of controversy about this, um, especially with things surrounding Fox News and MSNBC, are two that I'll, you know, I can name that people have problems with. But they, what they'll do is they'll take a side and totally either you know, bash the other side for saying, things, saying they do things wrong, or what they'll do is they'll really pump up their, you know, their views, or, and, uh, and just, uh, like, they'll make the, you know, put things out of proportion. They won't tell the truth. They'll only tell half the story, the, half the truth, not the whole truth. But also what they'll do is you see ads from political people. First of all, they're mostly negative ads. You see that, you know, Bill White and Rick Perry, both in, for the governor of Texas, both bashed each other in their ads. They said, my opponent is wrong. My opponent is doing this bad, not why you should vote for me 
or you know, I believe in the people of Texas, or I can support you, which is really what we need to have. And also, it takes like way more than 30 seconds or less to be informed about issues. You can't study a candidate's views and know what they support or know how good they are at representing people in less than 30 seconds. You need hours and days to study that. And the new media puts things out of proportion and doesn't let people see the real, the full view of things. And this all leads to ill-informed people who eventually make bad decisions on voting for people who, because of that, they aren't the right people, so they don't vote for the right things, they don't try to support the right bills. And this all, all goes back to opposition and the new media because uh, when people, they make bad decisions, people like bash them even harder, they say, you're even more wrong. And so it just kind of creates this whole cycle, self-entrenching cycle. If you can imagine this like a 3D vortex, it just keeps going and going and it's infinite down in the middle. And things don't really work out. And that's why I believe that we can achieve this by eliminating the republic part of our government and the party system. Again, eliminating the republic would eliminate the need to vote for people based on their views. It would al allow politicians to base what they are striving for or supporting on our views, which is the point of a democracy, as I stated. And then if we also elim eliminated the party system, then we would eliminate automatic opposition and create more collaboration in bills and looking at m both sides of the argument. And there's even more than two sides to an argument as well. You, you know, you can't just say, okay, I'll look at the other side, but you gotta look at all sides. And that is what we would do, and we would increase the, the looking to the people for what they want instead of looking at what the other party doesn't want or what you want, you, or what the politician wants is what I mean. And so that's how we can achieve perfection. Thank you.